2022 is looking to be another difficult year, not only for consumers in Ghana, but also for online businesses. Now, Ghana wants to increase tax revenues by adding a levy on mobile money payments, bank transfers, merchant payments, and even remittances. Ghana's finance minister, Ken Ofori-Atta, announced back in November 2021 that the government intends to introduce an electronic transaction levy, also known as an e-levy, in the 2022 budget. He said that this was to widen the tax net and rope in the informal sector. Many, however, believe that the government is just eyeing its share in Ghana's billion-dollar e-transaction market. Now, Check this out. The government is set to rake in a cool 500 million cities a month. That translates over to $78 million. Ecstatic. Now, the bill was supposed to kick off this month in February 2022, but, has but it has received stiff opposition from the public. So now there are presently protests in Ghana from citizens who have demanded that parameters uh, should be put in place to ensure fairness, which is fair enough because... Um, if you look at how um, Uganda is running this, if you look at how Kenya is running this, um, there is a great consensus in those countries in terms of how this is run. Um, but in the terms of the e-levy in Ghana, there seems to be a bit more of an agenda. Let's continue. And now look, it gets worse. The country announced plans to start taxing online businesses. Can you imagine? So the GRA or Ghana Revenue Authority. So these are the guys that issue out the Ghana cards, etc. Um, they are the, the, the um, Ghana's version of HMRC for those that are in the UK or the IRS for those that are in America. And um, they want to start taxing betting, gaming and e-commerce companies from the second quarter of 2022. And that's going to generate them an additional 2.7 billion cities, which is over $400 million this year alone. Wow, let's continue. Effective companies will include online foreign entities like Facebook, TikTok, and recently the company which established a headquarters in Ghana, Twitter, and even local startups. This is such a shame. A report suggests that after talks with GRA, some of the companies have already started to register with Ghana to comply with the new tax policy. Um, so what that means is now... Um, online businesses are also going to look at ways to recoup uh, this money by potentially passing back the cost um, to their customers. Um, as a result, we could see an increase around internet and mobile money transactions. Um, yeah, it just gets crazy. So the government can, however, implement tax exemptions for new companies who are just finding their feet. So if this comes into play, this would be great. Now, for those of you who do not know about the e-levy and, and the whole um, purpose behind it. So um, let me just give you another backstory. So uh, the e-levy, which was supposed to come in at the beginning of February 2022. So what this is, it's a tax which is passed back to everyone that um, sends mobile money transactions. So the tax is supposed to be 1.75%. But now this has been contested in Parliament for this to come down to 1.5%. Uh, this will cover mobile money payments, bank transfers, merchant payments and remittances as I mentioned before. Um, the originator of the transactions will bear the charge except for inwards remittances. So if you're sending the um, mobile money transaction, you have to pay the fee and the person that receives it, they do not have to pay any fee, all right? Um, so yeah, but the good thing is, um, 
reports have it that if you make a mobile money transaction up to 100 cities within that specific day you do not get taxed so um, for those that are less than privileged this could be um, a lifesaver for them now according to the finance minister total digital transactions for 2020 were estimated to be over 500 billion cities so that's over 81 billion dollars uh, compared to 78 billion dollars that is 12.5 billion um, dollars sorry sorry compared to 78 billion cities which is 12.5 billion dollars in 2016 so this is a this is a, a big step up right here so there's been clearly a huge growth in digital digital transactions in over five years so it seems like the government wants a piece of this pie now while the justifications for this new levy continues to continue um, the majority of the population who are just trying to make a living in the informal sector uh, just find this really inconvenient and um, the government is just looking at ways to increase their revenue um, laying out the different reasons why they should increase their revenue um, through this tax um, now the initial response to this of course hasn't been great um, from the public from the mass of the public and uh, at the same time in the way the government sees it that this is going to affect their digital agenda that they have um, for the country um, for things such as trying to introduce the e-city and things like that if you haven't listened to the episode please go back um, some episodes back in pod bites um, to check that out so let's let's look into um you know for and against the e-levy so if we look at why the e-levy should potentially be passed um, these are some reasons why um, the government is probably not likely to backtrack on the e-levy and they'll continue to probably push it until it gets pushed through officially um, so firstly there are no viable alternatives okay so though the e-levy may force some people to resort to the use of cash uh, for the majority there is no alternative what that means is that at the moment electronic payments especially mobile money is the most efficient and the most cost effective and sometimes the only way um, for certain consumers and even businesses um, to transfer money across Ghana and it's just widely accessible okay everyone has a smartphone um, why not use it to, to you know to, to transfer money in a, in a position where you may not have a bank account especially for the vast majority of Ghanaians. Now, it's wide use is because of its convenience, especially in rural areas. So, of course, if you live in Accra, great. You're surrounded by banks and ATM machines and things like that. But outside of Accra, you may not have that convenience. So mobile money is going to be crucial um, for the day-to-day -day running of businesses and the day-to-day -day living of um, the Ghanaian people. It is the only alternative to using banks, which have limited branches, even in itself. And banks themselves are now digitizing their services to minimize the use of cash. So this could be interesting in the months and years to come. Uh, mobile money is the only means for people to access financial services. Uh, the research also indicates that the cost associated with mobile money is not an inhibitor. Um, so thus, irrespective of the e-levy, people will still use mobile money. Yeah, uh, the e-levy is an easy way for the government to generate revenue. Um, successive governments have failed to find innovative solutions to expand the tax net to include the formal sector. And although this sector employs a majority of Ghanaians at about 80% five for the urban economy. Um, so what this means is that most of the Ghanaians out there in Ghana, you know, they are working jobs where they don't um have to tax or they aren't able to be taxed so whether it's selling stuff on the roadside or 
um, you know, having a shop and just selling uh, goods, uh, you know, just just t- typical typical um, jobs that you'll find Ghanaians doing. These kind of jobs, it's hard to to pass back a tax uh, to these business owners or to these hustlers because it's just not really possible, right? Um, so this is their way of being able to tax the people who are in these informal uh, sectors, quote unquote. Now, let's continue. Now, as many people, including those in the informal sector, use mobile money, the government sees it as an easy way of taxing the informal sector. And estimates show that in 2020, the total volume of mobile money transactions was over $99 billion. Wow. Um, That's 561 billion cities. Um, Far surpassing check and cash out check and cash transactions, which stood at around $29 billion. Wow. Now, given the potential revenue the government can generate, and as it's unable to devise any innovative solution to tax in informal sector, mobile money taxation appears to be the easy way out. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? Um, if anyone sees that amount of money um, coming in and out of the country, then yeah, absolutely, you'd want to find a way to get a piece of that pie. So let's look at other reasons why um, the government's probably um, for mobile money. Um, so again, it's the whole idea of digital payments becoming a bit more mainstream. So once once again, um, among this is the e-currency, the e-city project. So once again, refer to Podbytes episode five, where I do talk about this in a bit more detail. Um, this is the whole concept where the central bank in Ghana will issue out its own version of mobile money. So that is, so think of it like crypto, but but crypto that's used widely as a country rather than just decentralized crypto if that makes sense and um, this is going to be a central bank digital currency so a cbdc okay now the rollout of the e-city may further limit the use of cash forcing people to use electronic payments uh, so people will have to pay the levy so um, in the near future we could see being we could see um, a situation where there will be no more fiat currency in the circulation in the country and everybody will be forced to use digital currencies and once everyone is on digital currency it's going to be a lot more easier for government to tax and to control um, the money flowing in and out of the system uh, the government is also moving towards a digital only means for services so as you may have noticed um, people are now starting to struggle to access certain services so for example if you look at the Ghana card, um, you cannot buy a SIM card, you cannot get a driver's license and so on and so forth uh, without a gar- without having a Ghana card. And that is tied back to the government's digital services. So we are now starting to see that we are moving towards a world where everything is becoming digital. Uh, let's go on to one more reason. So again, the normalization of the digital payments during the pandemic is making this um, a bit more um reasonable for them to introduce this so of course during the COVID-19 pandemic there was of course a restriction of movements and because of mobile money and bank accounts and and cards being around many people resorted to using digital digital transactions and payments to get things done on a day-to-day so as a result of course digital payments went through the roof during the pandemic so of course if you've been listening to season three uh, you may have listened to my interview with Annette which dives deep into this on remittance platforms Um, the government also claims that the value of digital transactions rose by 120 percent between February 2020 and February 2021 so these are key 
uh, date regarding when the pandemic was at its peak. In the previous year, it rose 44%. So you can see there's a triple um, increase in the usage of digital transactions uh, during the pandemic. And of course, the government is aware that most people are now accustomed to these online transactions. So this is a bit more convenient and now people could find it a bit more difficult to revert to physical transactions because now they're so used to uh, processing digital transactions. Why would they want to go back to physical transactions? So let's finish up. So, of course, as I mentioned before, countries like Uganda and Kenya, they already have mobile money tax in place, but there is a lot more consensus around this. So um, for the government to uh, bring in mobile money, e-levy, this would, of course, um, require them to make the people of Ghana understand a lot more why this will help the country and why this is necessary. So, of course, most of the nation is against e the e-levy. Um, Obviously, Ghanaians recently hit the streets of Accra to protest against this. And of course, the e-levy hasn't gone through officially and is still being reviewed. Let's look at some reasons why the nations are prob probably against this. So one, um, startups. So many people won't be in favor of the e-levy because of existing charges on mobile money. And um, of course, this could lead to many reasons. So if you look at startups, there's a risk that this could stunt the growth of the Ghanaian fintech industry by making Ghana unattractive for fintech startups. For instance, this e-levy could reduce the profit margins of fintech startups who may not wish to pass this cost on to consumers. So if you look at um, ZPay, for instance, in 2021, of course, they are a Ghanaian fintech firm and they attracted uh, recently an investment of 7.6 million dollars this would be a turnoff for other emerging and aspiring fintech entrepreneurs who want to launch a fintech startup so the government would actually need to see what impact this could make on the tech industry as a whole and provide perhaps some kind of tax release for them at least maybe when they're starting up another one is bank queues so of course people are going to start to look at ways to avoid fees they are definitely against this and if they don't avoid um the e-levy if they can't avoid the e-levy um they, they will look to um using the traditional cash as much as possible so we could see more people queue up at banks to do traditional uh transactions um face to face another one is increase in crime so um, a lot of Ghanaians were comfortable with mobile money they felt a bit more safe and secure because they didn't have to carry around all of this money whilst moving from one place to another now because of the e-levy being passed on to Ghanaians Ghanaians may be forced to go back to cash meaning they can be more of a target for criminals in the streets so mobile money or Momo has definitely helped to reduce this Another reason is additional taxes. So if you look at the typical uh, Ghanaian citizen, um, they are already paying a number of taxes. So we could look at VAT when purchasing goods and services. And also we could look at um, other taxes as well, like maybe communication taxes. So if their income is not going up, but their taxes are going up, why should um, the average Ghanaian or typical Ghanaian look at paying these additional costs? Money is already harder to come by since the wake of the pandemic. And another reason, of course, is inflation. So if we look at inflation here, um, most countries in the world, including Ghana, are experiencing infl inflation. The costs of services and products are rising rapidly in the country and adding a tax to those transactions is just the icing on the cake uh, to the Ghanaian citizen financial woes. And 
yeah, um, this is something I definitely um, ha- have experienced being in Ghana. So um, that's that's all for today's episode. Um, what 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 are, what are you guys thoughts on Ghana's economy and where we're heading? Um, we're happy to hear from you, listeners. Um, feel free to tweet us. Okay, we're now on Twitter at the Sound of Accra. Um, let's continue the conversation. Give us uh, a tweet and let us know your conversations in the back of this. Uh, episode and use the hashtag elevy when uh, uh tweeting us and uh, our team would um get back to you and and hopefully retweet your comments um if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify please leave us a review give us a five star and leave us a, a, a lovely comment helps to get this content out there a bit more um but other than that i've been adrian daniels um thank you very much for listening and i'll catch you in the next episode of pod bites thank you